0: The following is designed to entertain and inform, not provide medical advice. Always consult your doctor before starting any treatment. Spire.
1: Welcome back to the Kidney Stone Diet Podcast, the show about reducing your kidney stone risk and living your best life. I'm your host and fellow student, Jeff Saris.
2: And i'm jill harris your kidney stone prevention nurse and we are back at it for
1: another podcast episode and you have your eat responsibly shirt looking good Eat
2: responsibly eat responsibly you know know, i just stole. i just stole that from the what was it drink responsibly right
1: oh nice i didn't even think about that that? yeah definitely yeah because that's like a, a big campaign but yeah i like i like what dave did with the design there with the little little crumbs coming off the e it's just fun
2: Dave is the other partner. There's three of us: Jeff and Dave, and obviously me. And um, yeah, Dave does all the beautiful art and all the all the website design and all the graphic uh, graphic art on the Mm T-shirts. You know, he's amazing. All for the the meal plan book, all the things he does, all of it. He makes everything beautiful. Yeah, Dave.
1: So many things. Kidneystonediet.com. But you can find all the different merch. And I'm sure yep. uh, in the next few episodes there'll be different shirts too, sort of oh, popping yeah. up. because yeah, I this...
2: my... uh, And next week is Easter, of mm-hmm. course. This will, well, yeah, this, this will be will coming be out this week. week. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. So next week is Easter, and so I thought the green for spring. I'm eternally hopeful that spring is coming. Yeah. You know, so so I thought I'd wear green. It uh-huh. reminds me of Easter and spring.
1: So. Yeah, we have some sun today, which is good. We're we're okay. inching our way forward towards spring. That's uh, really,
2: yeah man, yeah. it's been the greatest God blessed winter in the world. So <laughs> I, I'm just like, you know, I've been telling myself for months now, oh, it's just cozy time. I'm enjoying some cozy time. Well, I'm tired of cozy time, people. We need to bring on some sunshine mm-hmm. and some flip flops. That's what we need to bring on. I'm Definitely. ready. I'm really ready.
1: Yeah, so am I. But yeah, what do you say we dive into this week's question? Yeah.
2: Okay, like, I'm, let's go.
1: Yeah, and this one is... It is an FAQ that somehow we didn't touch, but um, it Mm. is a voicemail as well. So let's get to it. Wonderful.
0: Hello, I'm Beatrice. I'm based in Washington, D.C., and I recently heard from my doctor that I probably need to go on a low-oxidate diet. Um, Still can't quite say the word. Anywho, my favorite food in the entire world is beans, specifically Cuban black beans. I've been eating it. Since I was young, and I definitely eat it in excess. And I seem to be seeing like kind of confusing things about where beans lie. And also, my partner is vegetarian, and um, beans and seeds are like a big source of protein. And so, I'd be interested in hearing what advice you might have about still incorporating beans in my diet, if at all possible. Um, It also is kind of strange to eat it with like cheese or dairy. Usually, I I never do that. So, I I haven't really thought about how to use calcium to kind of offset it. Anywho, thank you. Bye-bye.
1: That's a great question and somehow something we haven't touched on.
2: Yes. Yeah. And I'm just telling you how we've done 150 episodes and we haven't talked about beans. I don't even know what to say, Mm -hmm. you know, because uh, honestly, there's just so much to talk about. It's just like, oh, my God, we didn't talk about this. This there's you could just talk about this stuff or anyway, we can all day all day long. (laughs) All right. So beans. She's like, look, I'm getting a lot of my protein. My partner and I are getting a lot of our protein through beans. Okay, And she said exactly what everyone says. I and I probably eat them in excess. So when we find a healthier food, whether it's spinach, whether it's almonds, do you know there's something called almond moms now? If you go to TikTok and you put in almond moms. Oh, (laughs) I'm Uh telling you, it's hilarious. TikTok people go to hashtag almond moms hilarious anyway so wait real
1: quick like like, what type of things are they doing it's
2: a woman who cares about her health Uh and you know she's just always eating almonds because here's here's what everyone's told almonds are a healthy snack Mm -hmm. they're portable you know you can grab and go with them so everyone's eating almonds all the time what do i deal with every day almond moms jill (laughs) well uh, or diabetics who were told from their uh, healthcare professional, nutritionist, dietitian, to eat almonds. So when we are told something is healthy, we as human beings assume that more of it is healthier. So, you know, this, this, uh, Jeff, did you get her name?
1: I I believe it was Beatrice or or Beatrice. Um,
2: Yeah. Okay. Beatrice or Beatrice, whatever. I'm going to call her Beats. Okay, (laughs) so we're not screwing up her name over and over. And if you're like, well, it ain't my name, B, just go with the B. Okay, that's what you're going to be on this show. So, B, she's asking a great question. And so many of my patients, uh, doctors will tell patients, you better be vegan. Go vegan now. You got a kidney stone. (laughs) Most of my patients are vegetarians because they've overeaten spinach and beans and all the things without getting enough calcium every day. So being vegan or being vegetarian doesn't mean you're not going to make kidney stone. That's so, that's so much of my patient population. It is always going to be this. Can be have some black beans? Of course. Can she eat them like she's been eating them? No, no. They can be a staple in your diet, maybe a couple times a week in half a cup portion size. And B is probably going to be like, well, that ain't worth me having no beans. I like black, my Cuban black beans. You're going to have to limit them. You must, because they are high. Now, every, all this Harvard did not study black beans. They studied a lot of other beans. They did not study black beans. Although any other source I've ever looked up, you can go to PubMed, NIH, all of those places. And It will say, studies show that black beans are on the higher side, really high, okay? Some places will say over 70. Some people will say over 100. Some people will say six milligrams per blah, blah, blah. I mean, and that's not high, folks, but black beans are pretty much known as a high oxalate bean. You can still have them. If you're somebody who really likes beans, there's a whole bunch of other beans you can still have. And if we look it up on our oxalate list, um, we can see, let me see, uh, all the ones that are listed, which I'm probably not going to be able to, cause I can't talk and look up things at the same time. Oh yeah,
1: it's okay. I have but it on the screen right now.
2: Do you have it? So list some of the, what are some of the beans they have, Jeff? So they Harbor? do
1: have fava beans, mung. And give the
2: portion size and, and how much oxalate. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Fava beans is half a cup and 20 milligrams. So then mung beans are half a cup, eight milligrams. Yep. Navy half a cup, seventy-six milligrams. Yeah. Red is half a cup, fifteen milligrams. Mm-hmm. Refried half of cu- half of a cup, sixteen. Soybeans, I guess they tested one cup for that is ninety-six, and then yeah. string beans, half a cup, nine milligrams, which is, yeah, of course, like a different type of bean altogether. But right, yeah.
2: Right. <laughs> so so they didn't study a lot of beans. Okay, so you can find different sites that will give you different values for beans. I tell people, please don't drive yourself nuts with this. I think part of the reason um, uh, part of the reason I'm successful with patients is they come to me very anxious, thinking they can never eat anything as far as a plant food goes again. And then once they have a conversation with me and understand all the other parts of the kidney stone diet, which just isn't the nutrition goals, it's about how we do those goals, right? So if you love Cuban uh, black beans, then you can have them. I would suggest having them in a half cup portion size. You do want to pair it with a protein source. I have non-dairy, uh, excuse me, uh, uh calcium source. There are non-dairy calcium sources listed on the website, okay? So you you can have it with, you know, any of the plant milks except almond milk. You can have it so you it can when you pair calcium and oxalate together, the oxalate won't be reabsorbed back into your body, so you don't have to worry about it as much, but maybe you want to start doing things like If you enjoy beans, maybe you have a half a cup of the black beans, we know they're higher, and then also another half cup of a lower oxalate bean. I mean, you could do it that way because some people are like, I want to see more on my plate, Jill, as far as that goes. Or what I like to do, if I'm having something, I don't eat black beans much, but if I do, I'm going to put them in with half a cup of rice right? So I'm not so focused on, look, what, what is this half a cup crap on my dish, right? So then I mix it or I'll mix it with other vegetables, right? So there's there's ways in which to trick the mind into thinking you're getting more. Now, B may say, and my patients all come to me with different obstacles. They'll say, that may work for you. It's not going to work for me. And then I keep on that consult. I We keep figuring out something that's going to work for them. I always have my agenda. And my agenda is to teach people how to eat healthier overall and specifically to prevent kidney stones. But the first thing I care about is, am I creating a plan that's if this person, not the one I just talked to, not the one I'm going to talk to, this person, is, is she or he going to be able to do it? So if I were having a consult with B, we would figure out a way that's going to work for her. So sometimes when I'm throwing out suggestions on our channel here, it, you may say the audience, they may say that ain't going to work for me. But rest assured, we would figure out a way so it works for you. So I just throw out a couple of things. Uh, so if she loves when somebody says to me to, oh, God, Jill, I love it. I know they're overeating the food. They're overeating it. And especially if it's a healthy food, they don't see any harm in it until they get a stone. Now, some people will say, I'd rather not have black beans. And that's absolutely a choice. You absolutely don't have to have them. Some people will say, I hear you, but I'm a little anxious about it. And I would tell the patient, because typically these people are calling me with their urine collection report, and I'm showing them what it all means and how to talk to their doctor about the results so they can get on a great treatment plan. And then I'll say to the patient, well, when you do the follow-up test, change your diet, talk to the doctor, change your diet. And then in a couple months, you do a follow-up 24-hour urine collection to see how the treatment plan is working for you. And on that day, have your black beans. Make sure you get your calcium needs met that day. And so then you can see, hey, my oxalate's not even high. I had the half a cup. I had my calcium with it. And my oxalate level is under 30. Good to go. And then you won't be so anxious. And again, the anxiety that kidney stone formers have is a fact it's not It's not a generalization. It's not. People who have a kidney stone get anxiety. So many people afterwards because it came on suddenly. It scared the hell out of them. They're rushed to the ER. It's terrible. So a lot of people come to me with anxiety and rather give up the food altogether than do a portion kind of thing. So that's when I say, do that food that you're a little wondering about on collection day for the follow-up. And you'll see. You'll see. So you know, that's why... You know, go ahead, Jeff. Go I actually ahead, had a ahead. question
1: about that. Is there any um, uh, lag time, for lack of a better term? Like, so say you're doing the urine collection. Should you mm-hmm. eat these items maybe 12 hours before? Or can it be just any time because it'll uh, uh, it'll sort of assimilate? I don't know the best way to sort of say yeah, that. Yeah,
2: you know, people say what comes out on the day of collection is what you put in your mouth that day. Now, we do know those salts. Some people will say, well... You know, Jill, I don't know why my salt's so high. I, 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 I uh, put everything in my Fitbit Pal or whatever the hell it is, and it says I was at fifteen hundred. And then maybe their sodium I see in their urine collection says two thousand. The kidneys filter salt, so it doesn't release that all of it that day because it always has to maintain body fluid balance. So maybe you went out to eat a couple days before, and it, the kidneys may still be throwing out that excess salt then. So salt can lag a a two to three days. Right. Um, But otherwise, pretty much what you're eating on a day to day basis is coming out on that your own collection. So, you know, and what you drink as well. So, you know, it's pretty cool that way. I always said people say there's no way, Jill, that I ate that much salt. My newsletter just said that this week. It's like, well, the pee don't lie. Mm -hmm. The pee don't lie because the body doesn't make salt. It's what we put in our body and then it comes out of it. So yeah, it's pretty cool. So black beans, to, 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 put in, uh, to, to put a period at this, black beans are high in oxalate. You can have them once or twice a week. I would suggest having a half cup or less. Also, remember, you have 100 milligrams of oxalate a day. So we know that they're high. There's different accounts of exactly how high they are, So just watch your oxalate for the rest of the day. Don't be eating beets. Don't be eating sweet potatoes. Don't be eating other really high oxalate foods that you have numbers from, from Harvard. Okay. And then it will, it it will be fine. B, you probably got that stone because of what you said. I was eating them all the time. It's my favorite. Probably not getting enough calcium because no adult does until they have stones or bone disease. And then you got a stone. But if you just tweak your diet just a little bit, it doesn't have to be crazy. Get your calcium needs met on my website. There's non-dairy calcium sources there. And then there's, and I have also articles on getting your protein from other sources. You can get your protein in a lot of other sources. It doesn't have to be solely beans. My blog has so much content on that. Okay. So that's important too.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So Thank you so much for the question. It's It was a great prompt to finally talk about black yes. beans because that is yes. a common question that becomes a staple because, I mean, they're tasty and they do yes. give you a good amount of protein. But yeah, if if they're high in oxalate, that can be a... a and concern. fiber.
2: And fiber yeah. uh-huh. too, by the way. So they're a great source of fiber. That, you know, it is a healthy food. So people tend to overeat those things. But if, if there's a way to people are so... uh you know, we all love our favorite things. So it's very difficult to give up. And this could be a cultural thing for her. It could be, a, it's a lifestyle for her and her partner. So it's a big deal to have to give up these kinds of things. But if we learn the best ways in which to substitute our favorite things, will it be as good? Maybe not, but you'd be surprised. Some people are like, wow, well, I, I never tried that kind of bean. I love it. And so I have a little bigger portion because we have an oxalate level for it, it's a little lower so I can enjoy that. But again, eating responsibly means we eat all foods, even fruits and vegetables within moderation. Just because the food is healthy, we shouldn't be having cups and cups and cups of it a day. And this is what people do. The same foods in any amount they want, Over and over every day because they're healthy. So this eat responsibly that I'm always annoying and wearing is not about not eating too much. It's about getting a variety of food, eating normal portions. If we eat normal portions of food, most days, of course, you're going to have special days where you're just eating whatever you want. Those days happen. But for most days, if we ate responsibly and just we're going to nourish our body to give it energy, to give it fuel, not so much making our mind happy all the time, um, you know, the world would be a healthier place. It would. A lot of these diseases that we're walking around with are simply coming from we eat too much, we eat too much of the wrong foods and, you know, Chronic disease could really be lessened if we did eat a little bit more responsibly. And really, I will say this one more time. It doesn't mean you can't have this and that. I'm not saying that. Of course, you can enjoy whatever you want to enjoy. Just get right back on track. That's how we do it at Kidney Stone Diet. That's how we do it. Just get right back on track. Not a problem.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, thank you again for the question. And if you're out there listening and you have a question, the number is 773 789 8763 and we would love to feature your voice on a future episode and also I wanted to uh, I need to remember to do this but this we have patreon so patreon.com slash kidney stone diet people have asked how they can support in ways that isn't necessarily uh, being in the group calls maybe not like paying for the course and things but that's out there there isn't an additional amount of content or anything from that it's just because we've been asked um, but yeah, we just wanted to shout out to Laverne, who's another one of our new patrons on Patreon.com slash Kidneystone Diet. Um, Isn't that so nice? It's so Thank sweet. You,
2: Laverne. So, yeah. so it is. So Patreon, that means that Laverne is giving like $5 a month or whatever it is. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But whatever it is, she's saying, hey, I want to help support them every month. And here, take, you know, and that listen guys that's so nice there's the super thanks on the channel people give uh to do that they donate money so and this is how we produce these videos and stuff we don't have sponsors so this comes out of our own pockets to do all this work so um but we do it happily so when we get any kind of monetary Thank you. You know, it's just above and beyond. So thank you so very much. I will ask you guys something. There's 65% of people on this channel that watch the videos, but they don't, they haven't pressed that red button, the subscribe button. And I would really like it. Jeff would really like it. If you could help us in that way, which doesn't cost a thing and has nothing to do with anything for you. You just press the button. But for us, we will be able to be found quicker when people search for kidney stone help. So getting clinically correct information out will get on the top of the search is a big deal. So if you could please press the subscribe button right now, our goal is we'd really like to get to 10,000 subscribers. That would be so friggin amazing. So if you could press the button, that would be so, so helpful and appreciated by us. Honestly, we would really love it. Thanks so much.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Thanks everyone who tuned in, everyone who likes, comments, subscribes, all of it is really helpful across the board. And also, if you want to dive deep, again, the website is kidneystonediet.com. But with that, I think we'll wrap and we will see you next time.
2: Thanks, Beatrice.